Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to see the secret word on You Bet Your Life. We're missing one episode where the secret word was stove. This episode originally aired on April 5th, 1950. And George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is smile. S-M-I-L-E. Really? You bet your life. The Solo Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You'll Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho! Oh, that fella's just love happy. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Fenneman, who's face to try for? Just before we went on the air, we asked if there were any young people in the audience who'd like to get married if they found the right person. And our studio audience selected Miss Rosalie Page and Mr. Bob Hartham, and here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if either of you says the secret word, you split $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you always have with you. So uh, you two would like to get married, eh? Well, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> Miss uh, Page, is that right? That's right. Rosa, Rosalie Page. Yeah. Uh, where are you from, Rosalie? St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, where are you from, uh, Bob uh, Hawthorn? Hawthorn. Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. Kansas City. Kansas uh, well, City. you're practically stable maids, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Bob? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. And Rosalie, uh, what is what is your age? Uh, Twenty-seven. That's a lovely age. Uh, how, how long have you been, 27? Since October the 27th. Uh-huh. What year? 1949. <laughs> it isn't necessary to snarl at me, Rosalie. <laughs> well, you're a very pretty girl, Rosalie. Why aren't you married? You've reached the age of consent? Well, uh, <laughs> nobody really ever asked me. Well, nobody asked me, and I'm married. <laughs> Bob, uh, have you ever asked a girl to marry you? No, never have. Would you be interested in asking Rosalie? Uh... <laughs> well, I don't know her. Well, these days, that doesn't stop anybody. <laughs> Besides, I can fix that. Uh, Bob, I want you to meet Rosalie. How do you do? Well, now, it's all settled now. If I can just find you to a place to live, that's all. <laughs> what sort of work do you do, Bob? I'm a room clerk at the Townhouse Hotel. Rosalie, I found you a place to live. <laughs> Anything unusual ever happen around your hotel? 
Oh, quite a few unusual things. Well, could you give us one, an example? Well, uh, I remember particularly the first occasion uh, when I roomed my first guest. This gentleman came up to the desk and uh, put a portable radio on the desk and said, um, do you have uh, AC or DC current here? And I went over to the information rack and I hurried back and said, uh, no, sir, neither one is registered with us. (laughs) And you're still working at the hotel? (laughs) Rosalie, who do you work for? Uh, Jerry Ralston. Jerry Ralston? Yes. Oh, that was a breakfast food. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, ki- what kind of work do you do, Rosalie? I'm a legal secretary. A legal secretary? Yes. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Jer- Jerry Ralston, huh? Yes. What kind of a name is that for a law firm? Doesn't he have a complete lawyer's name oh, like... yes. Shadrach, Mishak, Abdegnio, and Shyster? <laughs> uh, it's uh, Fink, Ralston, Leventhal, and Kent. Oh, see, I knew there were more handles to it. <laughs> now, uh, Rosalie, as a legal secretary, just what do you do? I start out in the morning by opening up the office and uh, start uh, filing and getting things ready for the boss, cleaning off his desk and bring my book. And You take dictation, huh? I, I take dictation, yes. Does your boss have comfortable knees? Huh? <laughs> no, I don't know. Never sat on your boss's knee? No. Fine secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you sit in your office? On a chair. You'll never get any work down that way, huh? <laughs> what kind of dictation do you take from your boss, Rosalie? Well, uh, various pleadings like complaints, answers, and orders nunk pro tunk. And... What's that? Orders nunk pro tunk. What is that? Now for then. Now for then. Why don't they say that, huh? Well, because it's uh, Latin. They don't want to say it that way. Oh. They don't want anybody to know what they just said. <laughs> and, uh, what else do they say? <laughs> and then I draw up uh, leases, and uh, oh, yes, I also do briefs. You do, huh? Yes. You take the boss's briefs, huh? <laughs> I take his briefs. What do you do? Sew patches on them? <laughs> Doesn't he get chilly standing there? Does he? Uh, no, these are uh, legal briefs. Legal or illegal, he's got no right to be standing there. <laughs> what are legal briefs? Well, there are documents that are uh, rather lengthy documents. Oh, are... long underwear, eh? <laughs> well, that's the best kind of wear when you're making a court appearance. Eh? Is your chair more comfortable than your boss's knee? Yes. No. Oh, I <laughs> Then you've tried your boss's knee, eh? <laughs> Now, what kind of a knee has he got? Is it AC or DC? (laughs) Well, you're really a charming couple, and I hope you'll be very happy together. Now, before we play You Bet Your Life, I'd like to remind you, when you buy Easter seals, you help all crippled children everywhere. Your donations will go to the crippled children in your state. Now, in just one minute, you're going to try for a chance at $1,000. You bet your life. No matter why you drive in to a DeSoto Plymouth dealers, for a major repair job or a simple one, you'll find it the honest desire of all the folks there to serve you to the very best of their ability. Yes, and that's the way all of the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America feel about the customers they serve. You'll find it their creed 
to treat you fairly and squarely day after day, year after year. Why do they do their utmost to serve you in this manner? Because they want you for a satisfied customer, a steady customer in the years to come. That's why no matter what make of car you drive, it pays to stop where you see the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Now let's see if you two will get a chance of $1,000. Fenneman, tell them the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected nursery rhymes as your category. Is that correct? That's right. Here's your first question. How much of the $20 will you bet? Ten. $10. $10. Uh, what did old King Cole call for beside his bowl and pipe? His fiddle's three. That's right. His fiddle is three. Huh? And they're on their way with $30. All right. Now you got $30. Uh, remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the 30 will you try? 20 $20. Where did Peter keep his wife? In a pumpkin shell. That's right. He kept her in a pumpkin <laughs> shell. Now they have $50. Well, so far, it's a horse apiece. Now you got $50, huh? <laughs> How much of the 50 are you going to try? Uh, $40. All right. Uh, what did the dish do when the cow jumped over the moon? I ran away with a spoon. That's right. The dish ran away with a spoon. We're really climbing now. They have $90. That's two for the girl and one for you. You may get married yet. Now you got $90, huh? <laughs> Is your last chance to beat the other couples? How much of the 90? Uh, 80. 80 dollars. Who swiped the tarts from the Queen of Hearts? The Knave. Of the Knave of Hearts. Hearts is right. And they wind up with a grand total of 170 dollars. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, don't go away now. You might get a chance at the big question. Groucho, the secret word is still smile. Perhaps the next couple will say it. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a beauty operator, Miss Lola Phillips, and her partner is a married man, Mr. Herb Parsons. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if one of you says the secret word, you divide $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Miss uh, Lola Phillips, huh? That's right. A beauty operator, eh? And Mr. Uh, Parsons, you're a husband? Yes, sir. You're a, you're a husband, huh? Beauty and the Beast, huh? <laughs> Mr. Hey, Parsons, uh, where, where did you come from? Oh, out in the audience. <laughs> I, I know you're from the audience, but you weren't born out there, were you? <laughs> oh, how are things in the audience? Pretty good, huh? <laughs> Pretty good, huh? How are conditions out there? Huh? Very fine, very fine. Uh-huh. Well, where are you from, uh, Mr. Parsons? Oh, Somerville, Tennessee. And you, you're from uh, where, Miss? Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, huh? Uh, are you married? No, I'm not. You're not, huh? <laughs> Would you like to get married? No, I wouldn't care to, thanks. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the closest I've come in a long time. <laughs> What sort of work do you do, Mr. Parsons? Oh, I shoot guns for Winchester. You do, huh? Yeah. Why doesn't Winchester shoot his own gun? Huh? <laughs> what do you mean you shoot guns for Winchester? What kind of a job is that, huh? Oh, it's a good job. It all is, over huh? the country, you know, just shooting guns. Well, who do you shoot at specifically? Oh, I usually shoot for sportsman club, you know. Uh, how'd you meet your wife? Did you take a shot at her? Or you... Well... <laughs> 
How'd you meet her? Oh, well, it was... You know, I married a smart girl. I found it later. It happened that there was a large hedge growing beside the walk, and I noticed one evening a little dog ran out and bit me on the britch's leg. I didn't pay too much attention to that. I thought the best thing for me to do would be to go in and complain to the landlord. And as soon as I turned into the hedge, she walks out and greets me. Which oh, I, my dog? wife, the bull. Oh. <laughs> and so uh, I found out later that she was sicking the dog on me so that I would come in and complain, see? <laughs> and she was sick of you, did you say? <laughs> she is now, not oh. then. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about the dog? Is the, You still got the dog? No, the dog died. Oh. <laughs> he was lucky, wasn't he? Huh? <laughs> uh, do you do anything else besides shoot guns? Do you, do you have any hobbies? Uh... Oh, I'd say my hobby was mm, calling ducks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you call them? Huh? <laughs> I just walk at them and quack at them. If they come by, then that's when I shoot them with the gun. Duck for dinner. That's a pretty dirty trick, isn't it? <laughs> well, come on, then. Uh, the call. How does the wild goose go, do you know? <laughs> well, that's uh, that's quite an accomplishment at that, I guess. Huh? Quick, uh, what do you got there? That's huh? the duck call. Well, Wait. how did you know you were going to meet a duck here tonight? <laughs> you come I always a... care of this. This is a good luck piece. Ra- wrap out a duck oh, call. Oh, maybe huh? the duck. It'll be way off. You don't know about this. Is there a duck days. in the audience? <laughs> Maybe you all better duck. He may have a gun with him, too. Great back Well, okay, let's have that. That's a hotel in Chicago. Let's shoot it <laughs> And you mean to say that a duck finds that alluring? No, his curiosity gets the best of him when he comes by. Well, he think, what does he think it is? He doesn't know. That's when he come by, I think. <laughs> well, who figured that out? I mean? Oh, I couldn't tell you that, but it That's works. really a giant mind. Somebody figured out. If we can get a sound that the duck doesn't know what it is, we can get a duck. <laughs> well, it's too much for me now. Um, where do you do your operating on beauties, Mrs. Uh, Phillips? Uh, at Polly's Beauty Salon, 4875 Fountain Avenue. Well, you're a beauty operator, all right. That plug was a beauty, I'll bet. <laughs> What's the most uh, popular type of service that you're fountain of youth? Uh, pen, finger, and permanent waste. What is it? Pen, finger, and permanent waste. Pen, finger, and permanent that, That's. I used to know a law firm by that name, huh? <laughs> that, uh, that, that finger was such a crook to what a sleazy character he was. <laughs> now, what are some of the other things you do for females to help them trap a sucker? Well, we give them uh, manicures, pedicures, facials. And they say a thing of beauty is a joy forever. (laughs) Apparently, a thing of beauty is a joy for about three days. (laughs) Why do women go through all this chromium plating process? Well, they want to bring out their natural beauty. (laughs) Well, how do you bring it out in jars, huh? Now, uh, you mentioned facials before. Just what is the purpose of a, of a facial? Well, it uh, will tighten the skin. Mm. It'll remove co- crow's feet. Some of your customers have crow's feet? <laughs> they keep their shoes on, nobody will notice it. <laughs> well, how do you tighten the skin? Do you use a screwdriver or a socket wrench? 
no, I... What do you do, roll it up their back or something? <laughs> What's the latest haircut style for women uh, at the moment? Uh? Well, it's uh, contour cutting to the shape of the head. Uh-huh. Might turn up some very interesting heads. Huh? <laughs> what do you do with a head that's shaped like an ashtray? Huh? <laughs> Do you ever listen to your customers when they gab to each other? Oh, I'm much too busy. I see, but what do they talk about? Uh, for, <laughs> for example, what did they say this morning when you were in the shop? Huh? Oh, one lady was talking about how much she lost at Canasta. But you don't listen when they talk, huh? <laughs> Have you been listening intently to all this uh, secret stuff about beauty shops, Mr. Parsons? Very much. Pretty very revealing, much. isn't oh, it, huh? Oh, for heaven's sakes. Well, Tommy, which do you prefer, a blonde, a brunette, or a redhead? Oh, I kind of like uh, about between a blonde and a redhead. Well, that's a perfect place to be. <laughs> that's certainly better than being between a blonde and a bald-headed man. <laughs> well, after talking to a beauty operator, I know all the secrets of the opposite sex, and, but despite that, I love them anyway. So help me. And now you're going to play the DeSoto Plymouth game. You bet your life for a chance at $1,000. You beat the other couples, and you get a chance at the big question. I can't tell you how much the first couple won, but Fenneman is off stage to remind our listeners. The legal secretary and the hotel clerk earned $170. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected Irish songs as your category. Is that right? That's right. Here's your first question. You have $20. How much will you bet? $10. Yeah, anything you want. Anything up to 20 What is the name of this Irish song? Play, Jerry. What is it, Danny boy? Is all right. Run away! They have thirty dollars, Rocco. Well, Miss Phillips, we thought we lost you that time. Now you got thirty dollars. Remember, you're going for a thousand dollars tonight. And if you don't give the re- the right answers, he's liable to shoot you when this thing is over. <laughs> now, how much of the thirty dollars will you bet? Twenty. That's Twenty dollars. Give me the title of this song. <laughs> Here's your third question. How much of the 50 will you go for? $40. $40. Okay with you, Mr. Parsons? That's very good. Let's see if you can identify this Irish song. Okay, Jerry. The wearing of the green is right. We're really on the way now. They have $90. You've got $90, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 90 will you try? Let's bet it all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is the name of this song? Did you make the shamrocks go or something? <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's a little bit of heaven. A little you? bit of heaven. You were close to it. I'm terribly sorry. Well, I'll give you one more question. You get it right and you win $10. Remember, no coaching, please. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? Oh, Grant. <laughs> General Grant is right. <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, we'll soon know who gets the chance at the $1,000 question. 
You know, friends, every dealer who sells DeSoto also sells Plymouth. Is that by any chance why they're called DeSoto Plymouth dealers? Precisely, Groucho. How clever. <laughs> now ask me, how many DeSoto Plymouth dealers there are? All right, Groucho. How many DeSoto Plymouth dealers are there from coast to coast? Well, uh, they're under 4,000. Well, it's over 3,000. Well, that's under 4,000. Fenneman, <laughs> can't you count higher than 3,000? Yes, and you can count on the best in service, a fair and square price, when you visit any authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. An accurate statement, if I ever heard one. Fenneman, who's ahead in the battle for the $1,000 question? Well, the secretary and the hotel clerk are leading with $170, and the secret word is still smile. Just before we went on the air, we asked for couples with an interesting occupation, Groucho. And here comes a pair who was chosen. Mr. and Mrs. John Schleser meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to You Bet Your Life, folks. And if you say the DeSoto Plymouth secret word, you win $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mrs. Uh, Schleser, uh, 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 Ruth Schleser, huh? Where are, you, where are you from, Ruth? Oh, Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx. You're really spread all over town, aren't you? <laughs> Where were you born? The subway? Oh, maybe. Who knows? Well, I say you don't. <laughs> John, where are you from? Belgrade, Serbia. Belgrade. That's now the they call him Yugoslav. Oh. I wouldn't know. I haven't heard a news broadcast for over an hour. Huh? <laughs> John, what sort of interesting occupation do you and Ruth have, uh, since that's the reason you were picked here tonight? Well, I'm a taxidermist and naturalist. Uh-huh. What do you do, uh... As a naturalist and taxidermist. Well, I uh, mount all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, fish. Well, don't be sizing me up, you know. <laughs> You're a taxidermist, eh? Yes, well, you sir. don't look stuffy to me, John. Eh? <laughs> uh, how, how old are you, Mr. Schleser? Well, I am 74 years young. Well, you, you, you're very young looking. Very young looking. <laughs> and how, how young are you, Mrs. Hi. Schleser? Would you guess? Well, uh, if you stop wiggling, I'll take a guess at it. <laughs> well, I would say you were about uh, 31. Oh, brother, you're far from it. I'm far from it? Uh-huh. In which direction, huh? Oh. Now, tell us something about taxidermy. It's a very unusual occupation. For example, say I wanted you to stuff a lion. What's the first thing on the list? Well, first get the lion. <laughs> Well, let's make it a leopard, huh? That's a... <laughs> all right, I've got a line. Never mind where I got it. Go ahead. What do you do, huh? Well, first of all, you know, uh, I think... I know. First you get the line. I know that. First thing. And be sure that he's dead. Then we take a complete... Well, how, do you, uh, well, how do you find out if he's dead? Do you take an autopsy or... Uh, well, send for uh, the coroner? When they come to me, I'm sure they're dead. But if they come at you, you're not so sure, huh? Well, you've had wide experience with dead animals. Have you ever handled any live animals, Professor? Oh, yes, I had. Sorriest experience. I was out collecting in Africa, and that day it happened that the lion see me first. <laughs> and I had no chance. Quick pull my gun, and he made a roaring leap, but he was too close, they mauled me. He must have been a very well-trained lion. He He wanted to stop and stop with you. Uh, 
Uh, how, how did you get to be a taxidermist? I loved everything what God created. Immaterial, what kind of animals, reptiles, insects, everything. I was interested in them. Mm-hmm. What's the largest animal you ever worked on, Mr. Schleser? That's uh, uh, a brontosaurus. I, I beg your pardon. I, <laughs> I, I thought you said a, a brontosaurus. Huh? That's what I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you did. Huh? <laughs> I can keep this up as long as he can. <laughs> Cocktails, anyone? <laughs> well, this has certainly been very interesting and instructive having you here tonight. You see, if I never met you, I'd never know anything about taxidermy. Now, I know practically everything about it. <laughs> now, let's see how good you two are at winning money. You're going to play your bet your life for $1,000. You beat the other two couples, and you get a chance at the big question later. I can't tell you how much they won, but Fenneman's going to remind our listeners. The hotel clerk and the secretary are ahead with $170. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build you $20. You selected biblical questions as your category. Is that right? Yes, sir. Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Ten. All right. Who was the wicked wife of Ahab? A-H-A-B. She was trampled to death. I don't know. Well, it was Jezebel, huh? They have $10, Groucho. All right. Now you're down to... Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Now, how much of the $10 will you try? Twenty. Twenty. <laughs> that shows you what you can do when you stuff animals, huh? <laughs> All right, how much of the $10 will you try? Well, five. Five dollars, all right. What prophet lived three days and three nights inside a whale? Well, I don't know. I give up. Have you never stuffed a whale? No. Well, this I... one was stuffed with Jonah. You should have known that. <laughs> they have five dollars now. Now you're down to five dollars. Here's your third question. How much of the five dollars will you bet? Well, I bet... The works? I bet the all right. Who led the attack at the Battle of Jericho? I never paid much attention. Well, it, to it was Joshua. These are tough Joshua. questions. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that you don't know them. I said he wouldn't know them. All right. I'm going to give you another chance to get rich quick. You get this one right, and I'll hand over ten dollars in cash immediately. It's a tough one, so think hard now. No coaching, please. What is the name of the famous president whose daughter is a singer? Oh, Truman. The Truman is right. Huh? <laughs> this couple lost all their money. So that means the secretary and the hotel clerk with $170 get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. <laughs> to get expert, courteous service at the lowest possible cost, more and more car owners every day drive into DeSoto Plymouth dealers. That's a wise thing for you to do, too. For DeSoto Plymouth dealers always do their utmost to please you in every way they can. They have factory-trained mechanics working with factory-designed and approved tools and equipment. They make sure the service they offer in their shops is the best service you can get anywhere. And that goes for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers throughout America all of whom take pride in their reputation for fast, efficient, courteous service. Keep this in mind next time your car needs attention and drive in at the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And 
named here as the secretary and the hotel clerk, the winning couple, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question, Groucho. Here we go for $1,000. Ready? I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you and think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here it is. Although there are many walled cities in Europe, W-A-L-L-E-D, although there are many walled cities in Europe, there is only one walled city in North America. For $1,000, can you tell me what it is? Okay, what's the answer you two have decided upon? Well, I don't know. I thought it was West Point, but I... uh, No, no, I'm sorry. It's Quebec, the former capital of Canada. I'm sorry. That uh, that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $170 in the quiz. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, You'll Bet Your Life. Presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And don't forget, next week the big question will be worth $1,500. Well, Bing Crosby's waiting to use the hall, so good night, folks. And remember, just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Folks, here's a tip from the National Safety Council. It's a wise driver who believes in highway signs. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I really thought the second couple was going to take the lead, naming all those Irish tunes. But alas, it was not to be. It's now time for listener feedback, and Jerry writes, Congrats on 200th episode. I'm a loyal Groucho listener every week. It's another reason Fridays are so great. Look forward to each episode. Groucho puts me in a good mood. Laughs are good for the soul, for sure. Thank you for airing these classics. And thank you, Jerry. And it looks like you'll be enjoying Groucho for some time. We've only done about 41 episodes, and there's still over 100 episodes we have left to air. So he's not going anywhere anytime soon. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a review as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. 
If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of Vintage Club members, this weekend we'll be posting a story of a husband and wife's daring attempt to clear their car windows during a snowstorm, which leads to the mysterious disappearance of the husband. The reasons turn out to be increasingly intriguing. It's called I Warn You Three Times, and it's from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.